The podcast you forgot about is back on the airwaves. Bandit's broadcast is back with me, FPL Bandit, after a flyer of a week. I'm in high spirits. Fans might be back in grounds. There's light at the end of this dark, dark tunnel. Welcome back, one and all. I'm going to get it out of the way straight away. I've had probably my best week of the season so far. I got 91 points this week. Only two blanks from Perdence and Ziyech. Everyone else got a return, including my captain and Bruno with 11 and DCL with 13. And Robertson, the star man, got me 12 points. That's his first return for me with the only... <laughs> Liverpool defender out of that main back four fit. He still manages to get double digits, so I'm pleased with that. It does leave a big Mo Salah-sized gap in my team, which I think is where we're going to start. So this was after he was found with COVID positive over the international break, which meant he was definitely going to miss game week nine and potentially game week 10. The Game Week 10 thing is now definitely not going to happen. He's definitely back. He played in the Champions League midweek after testing negative. So he's back. So it begs the question for those of us who have got worried, what are we going to do? For me, half the reason I did the transfer in the first place was because I have my wildcard still in my back pocket. Now, there's only a few weeks to left to play that, um, the deadline for it in Game Week 16. So there's not actually much time left to use it. So it needs to be used in these next few weeks. I'm willing to take the risk short term to go without. But if you don't have a wild card and you've done the transfer and you're already worried, I think you can easily just take your Bruno points. You got 11 points. You may have captained him. Nice one. You, you got the win there. Now jump straight back on Salah. Why not? You should have the money because unless you've done a double switch, it would have been fine. But now you've kind of got to use that, use those transfer. If you've done a double switch, then maybe it's a it's a different question because I'm not sure I'd do it for a hit. But if you've got the money and you can go straight back to Salah, to whoever it was that you did, probably Bruno, then I think you just do it. If you do have your wild card like myself, I think you, you can roll the dice if you want to, which is what I'll be doing and just seeing how things go. The reason I feel a bit better about that is because I'll be bringing in Jota this week, who has been the most trans popular transfer of the week. He's been brought in by every man and his dog, and he's gone up 0.2 already, and we're still a day away from the deadline. So he's now still at a bargain price at 6-7. The point of Jota was he was priced as a Wolves attacker. He's now a Liverpool attacker. And in the form he's in at the minute, even with the front the front three fit and available, um, I can't see Jota being dropped from his spot. He's just returning in line with Salah and Mane at the minute. So why not why not jump on that? So that's going to be my upgrade for Perdence because I've got the money from uh, Salah to Fernandez, so I, I can afford that. And then eventually, in one or two weeks, I'll be wildcarding Salah straight back in. Just is great, and the, the only saving, the only thing I would be kind of, I was kind of calmed by was Salah and Liverpool in general didn't look particularly hot in the Champions League game last night. 
so you can kind of maybe tell yourself that it's all going to be okay and Liverpool aren't going to completely roll over Brighton on Saturday. They probably will, but that's fine. I'll feel okay with Jota, and obviously I've still got Robertson as well, so I've got my my Liverpool representation uh, where others might not have it. Um, but for others, general advice I'd say is if you got rid of Saddle last week and you're scared, scared and kind of a bit worried about what he's going to do, which I think is completely understandable. Something to bear in mind about Salah, he's not really got many kind of headlines FPL-wise this year, but he's had more points in these first eight game weeks than he did in any other first eight game weeks since he's been in FPL. So this he he's not by any chance by any sense being quiet or kind of not being it's probably I don't even know why people are even suggesting it. Maybe it's just to kind of tell themselves that it'll all be all right. But no, he's still he's still number one. And he's still gonna be I expect the top scorer in FPL this year, especially if continues at the rate he is. But that's Salah. That's Salah in a nutshell. Jota, I, I think you can uh, you can maybe go a bit of spice there. It's not really spice anymore, to be honest. Jota is selected by 17.7%. He's mainstream, baby. Elsewhere then in the top teams, um, City, this is the week we've been all talking about for a long time. Game week 10 is where the fixtures turn. So after Liverpool and Tottenham the last two weeks, they've now got Burnley and Fulham both at home in these next two weeks. So it's time to start considering them yet again. Now, KDB is your safe one. In theory, um, should still be on penalties. You know what you're getting with KDB. But I also want to talk about Torres. He's been priced as a, a non-kind of rotation kind of starter at City at 7 mil, now down to 6.9. But I kind of expect him to kind of maybe do what Jota's been doing at Liverpool and kind of be involved in the bags of goals that I expect City to score over these next few weeks. And I think you you struggle to go wrong at that kind of price bracket. Maybe if you're unhappy with, or now you think it's time to downgrade Son or something like that, maybe, maybe Torres is where you go. And then... It might as well be Aguero time as well. We've wanted him for a while. Well, I've wanted him for a while. He was in my game with one team before the news broke of his injury. But the news is that he could he could well be back. He subbed on for Jesus in the City game midweek yesterday. So it sounds like he's, he's back and hopefully ready for a start is obviously the important one. Um, he's only reared his head um, a couple of times in the Premier League this season, but it, it's it's time. If That's a super risky pick, but I think he's one that there's very few players that are capable of three-plus goals in the Premier League, but he's one of them. And he would be for Kane, who, despite Spurs' form, they just have such a rotten run of fixtures over these next few week in, weeks in comparison to, to City. So it's it's very much a, a fixture of a form pick and a fixture of a form move. But I think if you potentially if you maybe looking to gain a bit of ground or something like that, then then Kane for Aguero is probably the one this week. Um, other elsewhere, there's kind of Cancelo as well, who's kind of been popular in recent weeks. So he's five five. Um, started the last three weeks. Worryingly, did start midweek as well in the Champions League. 
kind of read that two ways. It means he's either the first choice right back or he really is just another wheel in the machine. But he started the last he started the last five, played every minute in all those five, and, and bombs forward as much as anyone at City. I think at five five, even if he doesn't start, you can stomach it a bit better than if you're getting a rotationable kind of for example, if you had like Laporte last season or something who was six five. Or even if you had Laporte this year at six, you know, at least he's not he's not fortune. He's cheaper than kind of probably a Chelsea defender or certainly obviously a Liverpool defender. So it's kind of a price worth paying for a bit of risk, unlike something maybe if we're talking about Aguero being just as likely to kind of be rotated, then maybe Cancelo at five five is is a bit more easy to manage. They kind of look a bit more I don't know. There's kind of been a talk here and there of they're a bit more defensive these days and kind of conceding less, but they are also scoring less. So maybe we do need to start kind of reconsidering our heads how we kind of view City. I mean, last night's a perfect example of it. They won one now with one Foden goal. So maybe we don't want to spend a fortune on their attackers anymore. So maybe you do go Torres if you do want an attacker, um, save a bit of money and then get a defender in as well at 5-5. Five, five. I mean, from a defensive point of view, these fixtures, not just not just these two weeks, so Burnley-Fulham, Man United, which is always a tight game, um, West Brom, Southampton and Newcastle, um, that takes you up to Boxing Day. You want in those five games, I think realistically, you can expect three in clean sheets and that's not even talking about kind of attacking returns you might get as well. I think it's a really nice, easy easy pick and easy kind of obvious as well his stats kind of back it up as well his xg is kind of right in line with the actual amount of goals he scored so you know it's sustainable but i mean do we even need to really talk about his his stats you know what you're getting with vardy so he's, he doesn't take many shots but when he does they're always good chances and good shots so the xg is always high but that's because he usually finishes them as well He's on penalties, which there still seems to be quite a lot of this season, even after the um, initial rush has calmed down a bit. And then it's not just the Fulham game. After that, they've got Sheffield, who are stinking up the league this year, um, and then Brighton after that. So they've got a nice little run. Then maybe if you are, maybe I should be considering it myself. Maybe you, just, you do have wild card and you're thinking about it in the next few weeks. Maybe he's a nice little short term kind of option in place of Kane and then maybe look at getting Kane back after their their mini rough run has kind of gone out of the way. Kind of a, a bit of a sleeper, kind of slightly boring option, but he is an option always. Then Chelsea, I think we need to talk about as well. I think we all need to have at least one, maybe two Chelsea defenders. Um, I know most of us have at least one now. Chilwell and Zuma, the popular boys. Kurt Zuma, Kurt Happy Zuma. I had him for about half of last season. In the first eight weeks, he got me net zero, zero points because of the amount of goals he conceded and the amount of yellow cards he got. He got zero total. He got minus ones, minus twos, the occasional one, but it leveled out at zero. And then, of course, didn't play every now and again. He's missed one game this season. Apart from that, he's played 90 the rest. And he's on 54 points. 
because he's scored three times. Those kind of points will not come again, surely. But still, I mean, he's only 5-4. I've talked a bit about Cancelo. Maybe maybe Zuma's a slightly safer option. I don't mind their, their fixtures. They don't look great kind of defensive-wise. They've got Tottenham this week, which probably isn't the week you want them for. But I don't hate it too much. Kind of, I really don't want to poo all over Spurs again, but... I think their attack is a little bit overrated, but I regret saying that immediately. Forget it, forget it, forget it! Then elsewhere, Timo Werner, still not convinced. I think he's got to be... I got rid of him kind of when everyone else did, but a few people, well, quite a lot of people still kind of have him in and out and kind of keeping faith and getting the occasional return from him. He just looks so damn frustrating to own. I'm on Ziyech, so that's a transfer I did a couple of weeks ago now. Um, so I got the I got the 11 point return last week, which was nice. I think you've yeah. I, th- I think our team should have a couple of Chelsea shirts in it at least at the minute. I can't see why not at all. Um, kind of weren't his stats. I'm just having a quick look at them now. I mean, his his xG is below the amount of actual goals he scored, and you're kind of not happy with the amount of goals he scored anyway. So it's. He's actually doing better than he should be at the minute, which is not a promising sign. I just don't know. If you compare him to someone like Bamford, for example, who is substantially cheaper, I, I don't know what more you're getting out of Werner at the minute than you are than you are Bamford. It's time for my favourite time of the week. It's time for this week's... <laughs> That's right, every single damn week I'm picking a player that's earned by less than 5% of all managers. And this week is one of my favourite players in the Premier League. It's Sebastian Allaire. I don't know why people aren't talking about West Ham. Maybe it's just because Antonio is injured and they're not quite as hot without Antonio, but we were all talking about for a while when when West Ham's fi- fixtures get better, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. The better now, this is it. We're, we're in it. Why have we not all got West Ham players? Why have we not all got Sebastian Allaire in our teams? 6.1 million is a bargain. He's gone down 0.4 already this season. He's only owned by 24,000 people. And that, in percentages, is 0.3%. While Antonio's injured, and it sounds like he still is. Alaire's the guy. He got his goal last week, which got the win. Why 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 not? They've got Villa this week. In the next four, they've got Villa, Leeds, and Palace. Admittedly, he might not be playing all of those, but come on, short, short term, short term, you've got to give me Sebastian. You've got to give me Sebastian. I think if you're going a little less, just a spicy pick done. If you are going a bit less spicy, then maybe we're kind of talking about Chuck a Cresswell in there. 5.2, why not? Then there's Balbuena. It's 4.4. It's 4.4, baby. And those fixtures I've mentioned, Villa, Palace in particular, they're a nice little, they're a nice little clean sheet potential, surely. And you know what? I haven't had a West Ham shirt in my team in some, some time. It's just nice to have a bit of diversity in your squad, boys. 
Maybe it's not. Maybe you just want Liverpool and City shirts in there. But, you know, if you do want to freshen, freshen your team up a bit, add a bit of Sebastian. And then if you want something a little bit cooler at the back, get yourself a Aaron Cresswell. Veteran FPL managers will remember well Aaron Cresswell from what season was it now? 1718, when he managed seven assists. 10 clean sheets. Oh, baby, baby, baby. I think that might have been the, the Piet years. He was constantly pinging him in. Pinging him in. He got a goal that year as well. He's not had a goal yet. Come on. Come on, Aaron. <laughs> Sorry if that was too loud. Apologies. Apologies if my clap was too intrusive. <laughs> Just talking about West Ham, it kind of made me kind of think about something that I've been thinking about for a while. This year, more than ever, there shouldn't be a template. There are so many options everywhere. The only players you kind of really should be sat with is DCL. That's it. That's it. Nobody else. Everybody else should be an option, not everybody else. So many other players are options and nobody else should be considered quote-unquote essential. But we're still seeing this weird template. We don't need to have... Like, I've got Son and Kane in my team. At the, I'm not going to talk about Spurs. I've got Jimenez and Perdence in my team at the minute because they're, they're kind of template. Jimenez isn't doing anything more at the minute than, than Bamford or Watkins. I'd spend the extra two million because I want that security and kind of seeing what all my buddies are doing and seeing what people on Twitter are posting on the team. If I don't see those two orange shirts, it's like, oh no, I don't have. <laughs> don't know what voice that was. Oh no, I don't have the, the kind of the mean. Years gone by, like even the kind of the Liverpool attacker, you don't need it at the minute. I just think we all need to kind of maybe just. I don't know. Take a step back from your team. Even right. Here's a little. 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 Remove all the players from your team on transfer screen. Just remove them all, and just try and if you can, fit. Maybe you'll need to squint your eyes or something. Try if you can to just forget who's in your team and don't see the little grey outlines. And just think about the last two, the last couple of game weeks and the games that you've seen. Maybe you've seen Champions League midweek and you've kind of looked at the players and gone, oh, and just kind of fill your team up. This isn't a wild card. I don't mean this. Just remove the Twitter template from your head. Remove what you've seen on Reddit, on Fantasy Football Scout, and just fill your team with the players you think are good. You'll then, you'll then open your eyes. You've done this with your eyes closed. I probably should have told you this. You'll open your eyes and you'll see your team and you'll go, you know what? That player, whoever that is, if that's Sebastian Allaire, if that's Jack Harrison, whoever it is, you just go, you know what? No one's talked about him this week. Why not? He's done great these last few weeks. Get him in. Set a little trend yourself. We don't all need to follow the river. We don't all need to be little wet little salmons. We don't 
our team, our team doesn't necessarily need to look how it's looked in seasons past. We don't need to have a red shirt at the back with a Liverpool defender. We don't need Salah or Mane. We don't need to have Kane and Son. We don't need Jimenez at the front. None of these things are essential anymore. We need to be thinking outside the bandit and throwing on things like... I'm not... I don't want to, like... Two or three Chelsea players, why not? Torres at City, why not? Cancelo, get him in, he's a bit different. Let's just freshen things up. The second you start to do that, the second you start to enjoy the game more, I think, when you're rooting for someone that nobody else has, that nobody else has been talking about, that's the point of things like the spicy pick, the fun parts of FPL are when we've got differentials in, and players that we enjoy watching, I hate earning Harry Kane in FPL because I don't like watching him run back to DM. It makes him a fine player and what he does for Spurs is obviously brilliant. But for FPL, I don't want to see my 11 million striker being further back than two or three other attackers. It's not fun. Knowing that Jimenez is capped at one attacking return and that's true again. He hasn't had a double return all season. We're nine game weeks in. We're all sat with him, happy as happy as Larry for some reason. Let's come on, wake up, guys! And this is I'm talking. I'm talking to myself here. I'm talking to myself as well. I'm sat here with these players. What? That was something else, wasn't it? That was something else. Captains this week. DCL would be my number one pick if I wasn't captaining, if I was captaining against Leeds, which I'm not. After that, I think if you've got Jota, yes, that's right, I said Jota. I think you can captain him. I think you can throw the Armand on him. I think Vardy's got to be a top option if you've got him as well. And then I think you feel comfortable as well with Bruno. Southampton away, Southampton look shaky as Stevens at the minute. That's pretty much everything I had. Thank you very, very much for tuning in. Please tune in next week. I think we're going to go a bit earlier. These Friday deadlines and Monday games are getting on my getting on my tether. <laughs> but we'll we'll figure it out. I think we'll go a bit earlier in the week, so you've got a bit more than twenty four hours to listen to the Bandit broadcast. I call this is a real problem with my branding. I call it the Bandits broadcast. That's not what it's called. It's called Bandits broadcast. There's no the. There's no the. It's not the family guy. <laughs> it's Bandits Broadcast. Thank you very much for listening. Ooh, one last thing. Please join my mini league, everybody. Beat the Bandits if you can. It means you can keep an, keep tabs on me as well if you want. The code is PBHVML. I will tweet out a little link as well with an auto code. You can see how I'm doing in there. There's over 100 managers in there at the minute. Over 100. Can you believe it? And I'm 27th. <laughs> I'm beating the majority of you. Let's see how many more of you can do well this week. I'm going through the league at the minute. I don't think a single one of you... <gasps> is this true? I don't think a single one of you beat me this week. No. There's another 91. There's another 91. But no... Not a single one of you 
beat me this week. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bandit's broadcast. I've been Afield Bandit. You've been my lovely, lovely listener. Thanks for sitting down with me. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.